Hello, my friends. Nick Labretti here for JR Cigars. And here at JR, we are passionate about everything. You want cigars? We're passionate about Romeo, Monte Cristo, Aging Room. You passionate about cigar cutters, lighters? We have everything. We are passionate about life here at JR Cigars and only here at JR Cigars. Did we get it? I'm not sure. What do you mean you're not sure? I'm out here busting my hump. I got Mike guy in here. Get this freaking camera out of the way. At JR Cigars, we're passionate about everything. Boom, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. It's Friday night. We are hanging out in Dojo Studios. The beautiful. The all new. Damn it. This is the first time you've been it here. It is. It's gorgeous. Since we've redone the studio, the new ceiling, the new floor, the new backdrop. You guys did an awesome job, seriously. It is all new. No, we're super excited. We're sitting here with none other than Emmett Malone, blindmanspuff.com, the king, ladies and gentlemen, the king of blind cigar reviews. Nobody does it better than them. So what better than to have a night where we blind taste some cigars, where we test our palates. We're doing it. We're gonna. What's gonna happen tonight is. Uh, uh, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh, that's my phone. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. Why in the world? Sorry. I thought I turned it down before the show started. If I didn't. Sorry about that. Uh, I had my phone going. Anyways. Uh, let's go to the studio audience. Over at the studio audience here, we've got Scotty Bray Band, Trinity Cigar Lounge, What's the greatest up, dojo? mobile cigar lounge of this side of the Mississippi. We've got Matt over there, feverishly working away on his computer. Matt, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. And pretty then good. we have none other than producer kid Jordan on the boards over there. Jordan, how are you, my friend? I am pretty dang good. Emmett, now you're used to this. We're not as used to this as you. You are used to blind reviewing cigars. Yes. And so the cool thing about blind cigar uh, reviews is you really get to try to test your palate. It's a whole different world when you don't know what it is. A it makes you pay, pay a whole lot more attention and you taste things you didn't know fantastic. your tongue could. Oh, sorry. <laughs> So we're going to get right into it. we got a lot of things to talk about, but there's no sense in talking about those things before we start smoking. So here's the deal. Look at this. Emmett has brought all four of us two different cigars that are... Um, two different colors. Uh, banded, uh, Blind Man's Puff Banded. we got a number one. We have a number two. So everybody in the, in the studio but me has the same two cigars. Right. So uh, Scotty, Matt, Jordan, myself... We all have the same two cigars, as you can see what they look like a little bit right there. And then we have blind uh, banded, Bl so to speak. Blounded is the correct uh, uh, That's the past uh, tense. Yeah. Two cigars for Emmett uh, to try, and he will give his thoughts. So then what will happen is we'll give 25 minutes for each cigar, um, and at the end of that 25 minutes, we will rate them on the scale of 1 to 100. Uh, we'll be giving our thoughts all along. And then at the, at the end of each segment, we will reveal uh, what that particular cigar was, and we will either become geniuses or complete fools. Usually it's the latter, it seems like. Yes. Like we always kind of sure. whiff. Now, if you, notice, if you notice my microphone, <laughs> my microphone is different Nobody than normal. Nobody noticed your microphone. It was the whole thing. Nobody would have said right <laughs> Right before the show, 
<laughs> Literally, as we were going on, my microphone crapped out. And we do blame Randy. <laughs> and and for some reason, I had to go to a backup mic. That's what we do on Smoke the Life. Thank you guys for joining us. Please smash that like button. Smash that share button. We need to get this show out to more people. Uh, thanks to everybody that's joining us. But please share the show on your feed. It really helps us out a ton if you do that. If you could do that right now. Okay, I'm going to wait. Do it. Do it. Do it. Doing it. Uh, John Marzella. Are you doing it, John Marzella? Do it, John Marzella. Share that show, John. Uh, Barb, Barb, Kevin, share the show. I see you. You can't, you can't fool me. I see what you're doing. If All we right. had to share a microphone, it would have been like the, like a backup singer in the '70s. Like we would have been like, <laughs> that would have been, that would have been awesome. You know, kind of a weird sort yeah. of way. All right, let's get right to it. Um, uh, cigar number one for the dojo folks is what looks to be a. I like the size. Corona? Nice little Corona. Yeah, I'd call it a Corona. I'd mm. call it a Corona. Yeah. Um, it's very light in color. Looks like a Connecticut. Doesn't have uh, a ton of um, smell to it. Look at the girth on yours. Yeah, I got a nice Robusto here. It's uh, it's also pretty light. Uh, we, we, we both went light then dark for one and two. So. Yes. So, Jordan, start that timer. We'll cut and light, and then Let's we will go. get going. There we go, everybody. You can, uh, boys over there, feel free to cut and light. We'll get rocking and rolling. If you're watching the show, share what you're smoking. We Jordan will put that up on the screen. If you're, uh, we'll, you know, share kind of the stuff that you guys might be smoking in the audience. Have I your significant other grab something and blind. take the band off. Yes. And don't tell you what it is. Yeah, like, or, or just grab a cigar yourself. Turn the lights off. Turn the lights yeah, off. Turn the lights Carry off. me. Go pick something. Put a put a blindfold on. Yes. Grab from your humidor. That's the proper way to do it is with a blindfold, <laughs> but in a pinch you can turn the lights off. <laughs> yeah, do that. Oh, we got sexy cam going. Look at that. Oh man, so, so sexy. sexy. So so sexy. If you're if you're listening on podcast later, you don't get to see sexy cam. You should really you get to hear the sound of six guys lighting up just, their cigars. Just for that. All right, here we go. Who's that was the uh, worst. That was the worst seven seconds in podcast history because nobody was saying a word. We were all just light. Listen, yeah, to, listen. You can hear. Look, Evan's got to go. You can you can hear the torches Jeez. ablaze. Somebody call the Lakewood Fire Cigar Department. Cigar ASMR. <laughs> yeah, it is a triple torch. Just saying, like that's a lot of firepower. <laughs> okay. All right. Boom. 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 I got my. We are lit. lit. We are lit. We're rocking. We got twenty three and, I mean and a half way. minutes to go. Um, all right. What I like to do first is uh, I want to just get the initial light impressions of these, and then uh, we won't talk about the cigars constantly for twenty five minutes because that would be boring. But we do want to um, give our very initial because we do a first impression show as, as you similar know. show, but uh, this won't bland. All right. So. Um, my first impression of this is positive. It's a very positive first impression. I get some some juicy notes, like uh, which I like. I like the juicy kind of note. Like it, there's a, um, I don't know, uh, the sourdough, mm. the sourdough oh, bread. Oh, I like that note. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. What's the body like? How would you rate it? Like strong, medium. You know what? I really get um, Jordan and, and Scott and Matt. I want to see if you guys agree. <clears throat> I get a strong green tea. Uh, like if you go to if you go to like Raisin Cane's and get like sweet tea. Yep. You know. Yep. And You're you, right you, on the nose you, with that one. You pour a glass of the sweet tea. Mm-hmm. Like that is exactly what this tastes like. And I like that flavor. 
That's one of my more favorite uh, flavors. Jordan, what do you disagree with that? Well, I would say that Raisin Cane's doesn't give you green tea. Sweet tea. That's black tea. All right, whatever the tea is, Jordan, that's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I was, uh, it's mostly hay to start. That's oh, pretty good. I don't get that at um, all. Um, uh, mild, medium body. Mine has a pretty firm draw. It's only downside so far. That's surprising. But overall, I'd say it's a pretty positive first impression. The draw is a, a tad firm, but for me, it's not even close to being too tight. Like, it's a nice... I like this draw. Like, this is... To me, this is a good... A good draw. Scotty, what what are you about? What are you? Uh, draw is really good on mine. Really nice. They've got an even pull on it, just about where I want it to be. Um, I'd say leaning a little, almost more towards medium body right off, for me, right off the bat. I'm getting almost a little bit of, like, an old closet musty note that's mm. starting to come in a little bit. It was on first light, but now that I'm almost a half inch in, it's fading a little bit, so... But that was kind of interesting. So, what do you get, Matt? I, <laughs> I've got definitely the the green tea. A lot of like uh, grassy, maybe the hay is what like what Jordan was saying. But the draw, er, everything about it, I'm really digging so far. Well, is it green tea or is it sweet tea? We have to clarify <laughs> this, or Jordan's head will explode. Yeah. So, I, you know, I think it's green tea more than sweet tea. Okay, right. I can see that. Yeah, can, I can see a, green a tea sweetened more. green tea. Maybe. C- can sweet. we go there? Can we at you least go there? Green tea. It happens. Please, please, at least go there. <laughs> Emmett, what are you initially getting from your so dojo number one? Yeah, it's really good so far. Uh, it's kind of like a like a mossy almost taste, like really earthy, um, kind of damp moss is like the first thing that comes to my head, which isn't a bad thing. I, I like that, um, but it's, it's kind of kind of Connecticut-y. Um, the draw's really good, a little firm, just where I like it. All right. Good smoke production so far. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging it. All right, so those are our first impressions. Emmett, you are on the Cigar Dojo hockey team. Or wait, no, he this, was. You're, well, okay. you're taking the season off. He's still on it. He's still on it. He's just taking yeah. the season off. Yes. I've been taking a few seasons off because I blew yeah. my shoulders We know out. that you're, you're toast. I think Emmett is actually legit. He's just, yeah, I'm, he I'm actually is back. just taking the season off. But, but the point is, Emmett, um, you're a Colorado guy. You yes. live down the street from us. Yep. The Colorado Avalanche. Did anything happen this week that was like significant? <laughs> the Stanley. Emmett, talk about talk <laughs> about the feeling that you had when it was uh, finally when we when the whistle blew and you knew it was real. Like what was going through your mind? That was goosebumps. Like I just stood up in my chair and threw my hands up, and <laughs> my kids and wife thought I was crazy. I'm sure, but. <laughs> No, it was great. Like it's it's been such a long time coming since we've won the cup. Oh, always. should I show my video that I took at the parade? Yes, you yeah. should. Yeah, it's gotta give me a second. Yeah, no, we'll talk while you do up, that. Now, but man, it was awesome. It would. I mean, I think you know. Like, okay, here's the deal. Nobody's a. I'm a, a huge Bronco fan, right? And when the Broncos won, you know, each Super Bowl, I couldn't. I was walking on air, just like I am now. But there is kind of a difference with hockey because it's such a grind. It's two months long. That's just the playoffs. Yeah, of that grind. And so then when it finally comes to fruition, there's such an emotional, like, let go of, you know, like, you're just totally, like, in another world, man. And, I mean, I I, I hate to compare the two, football to hockey, because I love them both. Um, But, you know, like... Just the pain of like, you know, the downs and ups and the injuries and this and that. With the, with the Super Bowl, it's it's basically like, 
it kind of feels like it's just one event. Yeah, yeah. Such a long season too. Like, what is it? Ten months, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, and with, with football, you get uh, you know once a week, but hockey, you get you get so many more games that you have to be good for you know most of those. It's just now Tampa. Uh, I got we got a lot of friends in Tampa. Tampa. You used to have a lot of friends in Tampa. I I gotta say, you guys, you you. You just whined and complained way, way too much about Jeez, the stupid. Act like you've been there before. <laughs> <laughs> you can't win them all. All right, check out this video that I got. I was, right, so I was at the parade yesterday. Jordan this went is, to the parade. This is, uh, this is Miko Rantanen. Miko Rantanen. He's asking. He's in. He's going by, and he's asking somebody to toss him beer. Somebody tosses him a fireball. <laughs> seen a lot of parades, right? We've seen uh, three three Bronco parades. We've seen three uh, Avalanche parades now. Yeah. I, that was maybe the most crazy. I was trying to figure out, like, I didn't go to the last Broncos parade, but, like, we, I went when the Broncos won in, like, 97 and when the Avs won in 2001. And, like, I was trying to figure out, like, was I just a kid and I didn't know that everyone was just, like, hammered? Or, <laughs> But I think, no, I think uh, talking to you guys, like, this was just a crazy team. It was a crazy team. <laughs> Emmett. There was 500,000 people. That's a lot of people. At that parade yesterday. That's ridiculous. How man. big of a town? Denver's like what? Like three, you know, Denver and the surrounding areas are maybe like three million? Yeah, I think it was like two and a half last time I saw I mean, a number. Like that's that. a, a large that's huge. portion. And just Denver proper is probably not much more than that. Like, I mean, that's a, that was an incredible. I mean, the, the, the Avalanche fans sh- showed up. Alex Mullman says, too many men on ice. <laughs> yeah, there you <we laughs> go. Of course he does. It was definitely too many men on ice uh, when, when uh, Abe Cabell tripped and dented the cup. That's for sure. Now, <laughs> what, a, what, a, what an amazing, fun week that was. And, I mean, if you're, if you're a hockey fan, you got to see some great hockey. I mean, whether, even if you didn't have either team in the playoffs, that was some great hockey, man. It really was. I mean, you know what was cool about that was, like, sometimes you have a cup and, like, one maybe lesser team sneaks in, like last year with the Canadians, right? Yeah, right. Obviously, they were a lesser team. They snuck in. And so, like, the cup was a, a bit of a let. This was literally the two best teams. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Tampa was the best team. They were the two-time defending champs. There's no taking that away from them. The accomplishment is incredible. And the fact that they made it back a third time just – verified what a fantastic team that was. And, and I watched the Rangers series with Tampa, and you could tell, like, these, these guys know how to win. Mm-hmm. They're blocking every shot. They're giving it up. They're, you know, like, some teams didn't get that, right? Well, to come back from being down 2 nothing yeah. in a series, it's... And so the, the fact that the two best teams... Um, I'm trying to think of... Like, there's been some really good Super Bowls that have been that way as well uh, in, in football where you know, like, wow, this is, like, the, the very two best teams, you know, making it. That's kind of rare. Like, you don't always mm-hmm. get to see that. Yeah. Know? And you called it, like, two months ago. Like, I think you said if the Avs can win the first round, they're going to go win the whole thing. What was crazy was, like, you know, we've been through some pain, like, the last three years in a row, losing in the second round last year to the Vegas uh, Golden Knights. Shout out to Kevin and Barb. Uh, good on you guys. Great team, also. But man, oh god, it was just—it was. I've been I, I, my feet haven't touched the ground, <laughs> Emmett, for for days now. I've just been floating on air. You know what else today is? What's up? Today is Bobby Bonilla Day. Is it? You know, you know what that is? 
Oh, it's the day they pay his uh, contract, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, so they have to pay him for thirty years or something like that. Get this, what? Jordan. Jordan, get this. What? Bobby Bonilla yeah. plays for the New York Mets, and they they crafted this crazy contract. He hasn't played in like what two decades? Yeah, it's been at least fifteen years. He like retired that. two decades ago. Yeah, two decades ago. But the way they crafted his <laughs> his contract was that they would continue to pay him until the year two thousand thirty-five. Yeah. What? Yes. Yep. So he gets Jordan, you, Jordan. Who is his agent? Jordan. He gets he gets a million, um, one million point one nine, a million nineteen, every, every year <laughs> until two thousand thirty five. That's amazing. Yeah. It's like the opposite of a uh, office office space when they're just not secretly not paying him. Like yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> so that's amazing, right? Like this dude hasn't played a game. In two decades, he still makes a million a year <laughs> until two th- I need that agent. Jeez. I need that agent for Cigar Dojo. <laughs> I don't know how that would work, but Phenomenal. somehow or another, <laughs> I need to make that happen. Um, so that that's that's pretty hilarious. Emmett, what is going on? Blind Man's Puff, I know you're getting ready to go. We're going to talk more about the show probably in the second half, the yep. PCA. But um, – Talk a little bit about uh, what's going on with you guys, uh, just in preparation for that. Yeah, we're just we're ramping up. This week, this week we've all been killing ourselves posting all these press oh, releases. Dude. The press releases. Okay, oh, it's a wait. constant flood. Wait, as you as yeah. you as you mentioned that, let's stop right there. All right. What of out of these press releases? Yeah. Are there any that have? Ca- I know there's one that caught Jordan's attention. Is there any that have caught your attention? I think the the Tim Osgener. Mm. It's really hard to say his name, but that story is really cool. Him coming back with crown heads and. I think that one was probably the the one I'm most excited about to you know talk with him and. Now, that, can that you tell cool. the viewers that might not understand that? Yeah, so he was a, a CAO guy uh, back in the day before they got bought. He was uh, the son of the founder. Yeah, so he was with CAO. with CAO for a long time and then kind of retired when that whole thing went down. But he worked with, you know, John Huber and um, now who's the third guy that they have over there? Um, Condor. Yeah, Mike Condor. Um, and so he kind of took a hiatus, and then now he's coming back with his own line with Crown Heads. And I guess he was already a stakeholder in Crown Heads, which I didn't know until mm-hmm. recently um, as an investor. But it's really cool to see him coming back after all those years. Jordan, is that the same? That's probably the same one that kind of got your attention. That's the one that's caught my attention the most. Uh, I've been asking like guys like Mickey Pegg and stuff like these guys. They talk about them like they're such legends, and I just don't know like why. Why haven't they? come back into the industry and they're like yeah you know you, they made a bunch of money I'm like okay cool but you'd think if you're that into that into cigars that you couldn't resist and sure enough here they are like fred really he couldn't stay away, couldn't stay you, away. you know what you know what kind of gets me just a little you guys is when you talk to these guys almost to a man they always say like don't get in the cigar business don't get in the cigar business you'll lose money it's it's a it's a it's a losing proposition don't do it right but almost every single one of them comes back they always come to. back they yeah. always come back so they maybe they're back li- in. they're totally lying i think that's <laughs> they're the just best. trying to keep the field like <laughs> yes they're, yeah. they're trying to weed the field out you know because they all come back you know matt booth came back right away right like um i mean you yeah. name it they've they pretty much always i mean geez rick rodriguez how long was he out of the industry like two seconds, <laughs> two seconds. yeah yeah, yeah a excited. lot of CAO stuff going on yeah, this a lot year, of, huh? A lot, a lot of connections there, right? Yeah, right? West Tampa Cigars. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to Rick Rodriguez. That's I think he's our first interview we have scheduled. Um, that's going to be a fun one. And then yeah. Eladio Diaz, formerly right. yep. uh, Master Blender of Davidoff. I don't know how involved he is. It's, I think it's called Freud Cigar Company. Right. Uh, I don't know if he's just 
the master blender behind the company, or if he's an investor, he's involved somehow. But he'll be there, so it'll be interesting to talk to him. Yeah, yeah, that's that's another interesting. I mean, there's been so so many. Like uh, Nick's come up with a bunch of stuff, like uh, Foundation yeah, Cigars. Finally, some like new yes. new releases to be excited about. He has some really High cool Claire stuff. and Foundation. Yeah, a new he, new core line. The, the new core line that was today. Yeah, it just came out. What's that one called? Uh, it starts with an O. I wrote it down. Uh, Amelie or something like that. Uh, or maybe I'm thinking of the Tampa Bay Lightning Arena, yeah. Amelie Arena. It's <laughs> it something, something like it's that. something like, like that. All, all uh, but a new a new core line from Foundation is headed your way, and Olmec, Olmec. And there's a Natural and a Maduro, right? Yep. yep. So that's uh, that's a cool one. I'm excited about that um, to see how Espinosa's that goes. Espinosa's got a couple of 10th anniversaries. One for Lazona, one for Espinosa. Yeah, that's interesting too. Two different blends there also. Um, I'm curious about that one, like why the the one blend, the the Lazona blend, is like a it's pretty expensive for you know for an Espinosa, and it comes in thirty count boxes. Yeah. So the the retail wow. price on that box is like close to four hundred. You don't normally see a thirteen dollar cigar coming at thirty count. Box. Yeah, that's that's kind of an. Well, I'm going to ask about that. Yeah, one. what were they thinking there? <laughs> well, yeah, usually anniversary stuff or limited stuff is like you ten know count ten box. count box. Yeah. That's pretty standard. So I'm curious too. Why why would you do that? But Interesting. And and so so they have a tenth year anniversary for Lazona, and they have a tenth year anniversary for right. the brand. Espinoza, and what was interesting about that press release was everybody posted it, and then like five minutes later, Hector sends out an email like, "Please don't post Get retraction." That. It was uh, too, way well. too late. It was, <laughs> it was too late. You I can't s- unring that bell. Yeah, <laughs> the cat was out of the bag, Hector. Yeah, come on. I don't, I don't know what you're thinking, but there's no way that that was going back. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tons of stuff. Now, of course. Uh, some of the some of the brands Jordan that aren't even going to be there. Uh, General and it was interesting that Altus and General both came out with like a mild Connecticut, like a cheap one, like a cheapy, yeah, almost at the exact same time. It's like when two movies come out at the same time they are like the same plot, like oh, Deep Impact yeah. and Armageddon, uh, like, Bugs Life and yeah, uh, and Ants, Ants, yeah. right? Uh, exactly. There's a ton of those. Yeah, uh, the well, Illusionist and the Prestige. Yes. Okay. Perfect. What was what was the one with the meteors? Deep Impact. Deep Impact Armageddon. Deep Impact. Okay. Uh, uh, what, a volcano. Volcano. Oh, yeah. Volcano. Uh, Dante's, Dante's Peak. And uh, what was the one with Tommy Lee Jones? Uh, was it, it was I think volcano. it was just called Volcano. Volcano, yeah. I think it was just, yeah, that happens like all the time in yeah. the movie industry. Yeah. That Which is really bizarre. So weird. I think what happens is like there's some producer somewhere yep. that's it's like, hey, these guys are making a movie about a volcano. We got to jump on that bandwagon. We got Get your volcano stuff going. Grand Habana with a 20th anniversary. Okay. Who's it's been spoken a long that? time since they've oh. come out with... No, a, that's coming that's out. A, that's a press release. we got HBC doing a 500 years... So, uh, oh, Salomon. This Salomon. is interesting. Not only that, but HBC uh, announcing that they are opening their own factory in yeah. Estelle. Yeah, and all their newer stuff is moving over to there, too. Like, the the 500 is not rolled at uh, Agonorsa with the other stuff. You know, we, so, so Terrence was here last week. By the way, Terrence and Eric Bay... Can drink a lot of, <laughs> a lot of freaking whiskey. That's, I've heard the story. That's all I'm saying is they can put it down. I mean, those guys. I respect that. I am forever impressed because those two dudes, holy mackerel! Yeah, they can drink. But anyways, so Terrence was saying we were asking him about the HVC thing. Yeah, and he was saying, "Hey man, it's a 100 percent. Um, what do you call it when uh, uh, two people get divorced? But amicable. Amicable. Right." It was it's completely, it's, it's totally amicable. In yeah. fact, it, you know, like, here's the cool thing about uh, Rainier is 
he he's just uh, singularly focused on his brand. He's going to do and and let's face it like Agonorsa they're getting pushed thin because it's so the, you know there's so many yeah. popular brands. Yeah, they're already stretched thin. They're already stretched thin. So I think Rainier was just like, "Hey, like I'm going to need to sort of take some of this into my own hands." He opened a factory in Esteli. He's like five pairs there. But that's really cool. Like I like that. Like to me that's exciting because it really will allow I think Rainier to maybe even put more of a fingerprint yeah. On his own product. For sure. He'll be able to come out with, he'll, he'll be more agile. Mm-hmm. Come out with more new small batch stuff, and I, that's pretty exciting for sure. What do you think about this uh, Fratello vice versa, Emmett? <laughs> I don't know. So you smoke it. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's double capped, like big old seven inch cigar. Smoke it one way, it starts out mild. Smoke it the other way, it starts out spicy, strong. Yeah. I'd, the press release didn't include pictures of the cigar, so it's it's we haven't really seen like how that's going to be presented like as you smoke it but yeah i wonder because like we back in the day had talked to one of the companies about like something similar where you could you cut the cigar in the middle and you could have two cigars and and one of the blender guys was like you can't do that because the the leaves point in a certain direction there's right they they only burn one i don't know if they like if they have the leaves positioned in the bunch both ways or i don't know maybe it's half and half well you're we're gonna we're fixing to we're find, find out. out. We're fixing to find out. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like on one hand it's kind of gimmicky, but it could be kind of cool. I don't know. I don't know. We're talking about it, so. Right. All right, so we got five minutes to go. Let's go to Scotty Bray Band, Trinity Cigar Lounge, the greatest mobile cigar lounge east of the Mississippi, west of the Mississippi, and north or south of the Mississippi. Can you do north of the No, you can't. Scotty, what do you think of uh, – you've got a really good ash going there. Look at that thing. I know. This it's burning thing is, like a champ. It's burning great. The burn line is almost razor sharp. Ash on that thing is bright white, super tight. Love it. It's like there's something about that when a cigar can hang on to an ash that I just dig. I don't know what that is, but I just I dig it. Uh, the body is definitely for me it seems to have increased. I'm definitely at a good solid medium body right now. Uh, the retro hail is something that Matt and I were talking about, and he might have a little more on it too. But it's it's unique. It's got something. It's not only just a little bit of spice and something, but there's something else there in the back that I'm picking up. I can't quite place it yet, but I, I like this. I like this. It's burning great. It's. I mean, this is a flavorful little cigar. That's for sure. All right, Matt. What are your thoughts so far on uh, number one? Uh, I really like it. Um, it's interesting. The the smoke really coats your tongue, and especially on the sides, it makes you salivate. It's so so good. I I don't know. I, I the medium plus on the body is a definite, and then the retro hail is like my favorite part of this whole thing. All right, Jordan, what are your thoughts on uh, number one? Um, mine's just got this dang tough draw. Um, it's pretty good flavor wise, um, pretty balanced, and it is. I like that it has a mouth watering aspect to it. Medium body, I wouldn't go crazy on, you know, past that. But it does have a nice spice in the retro hail, white pepper. Um, Flavors have not changed much. Um, you know, you're talking like hay, and I, I did like the green tea the note that you came up with earlier. Um, uh, but other than that, it's stayed pretty much the same. Uh, for me, this, this, this draw is just kind of dragging me down. That's too bad. All right. Uh, for me, I like the – my draw is, is, is tight, but it for me, it's not too tight at all. Like, it's fine. Uh, it doesn't affect the smoking of this cigar one bit for me. Um, flavors very much the same, but at the same time, I like these flavors. So 
I'm not disappointed, uh, Emmett, that these flavors have sort of remained because these are good flavors. You get you get a little bit of that sourdough, but that's kind of gone away, made way to the uh, kind of an intense green tea or black tea sweetened kind of flavor, whatever that is. I'm I'm not really sure. Um, there is a bit of uh, uh, maybe a, maybe a little bit of muskiness to it, but. Um, this cigar is very, very good to me. I'm enjoying it. I can't wait to find out what this is. How is your uh, number one going? So mine is still really good. Draws just about perfect. Burn is just about perfect. Um, the mossy kind of flavor I got in the beginning is gone. More replaced by like a kind of bread now, like maybe French bread. Um, it's really good. Uh, not much spice though. Even on the retro hill, I, I do get like almost like a green pepper. Like hmm. not really spicy, but just kind of that's like more of an earthy pepper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, kind of green peppery. Um, yeah, that's that's really it right now. All right, so uh, we have a minute to go. So boys, take your final um, your final draws of these, and then we'll get a rating from everybody, and then we will do a reveal as to what these bad boys. The heck are these things? The heck are these things? I gotta say, uh, Emmett's usually pretty good at bringing us good stuff. So I, I feel like uh, I feel like this one this one could rate pr- rate pretty well. Um, I'm trying to think like if I was smoking this and having to to help Jordan do a review and rate it, uh, but I'm, I have kind of a number in my head. But I'm going to wait another 50 seconds before I totally give it away. But uh, really good. So I I do like the size Emmett. The uh, a good old Corona sometimes is is a great size. Yeah, in that blend, I like the Corona for sure. Oh. Mm. That's why I gave it to you. Okay, we know exactly what it is. (laughs) There's a little (laughs) I'm just trying to... You like the size of that one, Emmett? I do, yeah. Uh, That's a a great size, right? Just the standard uh, Robusto, but maybe a little bit girthier. Yeah, it feels heavy in the hand. Like, it's not... It's not so much that it affects the draw, but it's a good so many jokes, so little time. Scotty. It's too easy. Come on. Stop it, Scotty. Uh, So, uh, if you're watching along... Uh, on Facebook or YouTube, um, and Jordan's putting up your comments. We sure do appreciate you guys uh, playing along with us, guys. Next week, oh, I'll talk about it after the commercial. <laughs> Here we go. It, bah, cigars down. Cigars down. Cigars down. Wait, hold on. <laughs> All right, if I you're taking another one, I'm going to take. Another I got one, one last, last puff. I got one last puff in. Okay. Here we go. Let's start with Matt. Matt, I want to give your your your. Here's here's how we're going to do this. Give your final thoughts in in a sentence or two, and then give it a rating between one and a hundred. Uh, I liked everything about the cigar. The draw was wow. perfect for me. The way it made my tongue and mouth feel. The retro was great, and I I think it's easily a ninety-one, maybe ninety-two wow. for me. Yeah, buddy. Which one? Uh, let's go ninety-two, just cause. Ninety-two, Matt, going, going Bananas. big. I like that. All right, Scotty, uh, it's up to you, my friend. Ah, I liked it. I liked it. It was solid, burned well, draw was great on it. Flavors were great from the start. Didn't transition a whole lot, like Jordan was saying. Definitely, you know, dug that little bit of like that grassy, almost dried hay, a little bit of muskiness, and there was almost what I can only describe as with that white pepper was almost like a little bit of like raw cinnamon. Mm. Not sweet cinnamon, but more that raw cinnamon note on it. I dig it. I'm gonna definitely. I'm gonna go 89 on this one. That's a that's a good, that's a good high Solid. rating. Uh, 89 from Scotty Jordan. What do you think? Um, 
So, yeah, tough draw. Uh, not a lot of flavor progression. Uh, good flavors, though, but um, kind of a dull flavor on the palate. Uh, and as we were getting to the uh, finishing with the time there, I was getting, like, a nice buttered popcorn kind of flavor mm -hmm. I, I was starting to dig. Um, but overall, the draw killed it. I'll have to go 87. Yeah. All right, 87 cause of the, mainly because of the draw. That's fair. Uh, I will say uh, I liked everything about this cigar. Uh, it has ev everything I've already said about flavors. I can't repeat again. It's green, green tea, black tea, sweet tea, whatever. A little bit of hay, a little bit of mustiness, uh, a, a note of sourdough bread, but that was only really at the beginning. That uh, was a good note, though. Uh, at the very beginning, and that kind of went away quickly, but I do love that note. Not a ton of saltiness, which I'm, uh, I'm a big salty guy. But that didn't matter because I still really like this cigar. Emmett, I'm going to go crazy with this one. Oh I'm going to no. give it a solid 90. Okay. And for me... That's pretty good for you. That, pretty good. That, that's a high score. I like this cigar. I could see myself uh, smoking this cigar again. No doubt. No doubt about it. What, yeah. did, what did you think about your number one blind cigar? Mine was very tasty. Uh, I, I feel like it's probably a Dominican cigar. Um, not a whole lot of spice, but really good flavors. Um, I'm sad I had to put it down. Like I kind of wanted to see what was next uh, in like the second, third, but uh, maybe I'll light it up after we're done here. Uh, it was really good. Um, I think I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'll give it an 89. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty solid. Yeah. It was really good. So Emmett gives his an 89. It is time for the reveal. I guess I'll let you reveal um, yours first. All right. And we'll see what we have. All right. Your guys's was the Davidoff. Signature 2000. Oh, wow. wow. And that, yeah, you know what? I called, it. Matt I, called would, it. I wouldn't have picked this. He was this. sitting there. He looked at it and he was like, this could definitely be a Davidoff. Yeah, mm. and I, I really like the Corona in that blend because it's a milder blend, but the the Corona size makes it a little bit stronger. You get that you know, more condensed flavor, more of the, the wrapper kind of spice. Uh, wow. So it's a yep. 5x43 Ecuadorian Connecticut that. wrapper, Ecuadorian hybrid binder, Dominican filler, 13, uh, 1630 retail. Uh, Cabadom is where it is rolled. Now that's expensive for a Corona, but it was really good. Yeah, and you can find them cheaper cigar. than that. You, that you, was don't, a very you don't have to pay cigar. that. Much, so. I, I I wouldn't have picked it. Good job on you. Yeah, oh, Matt those nailed it. That nailed doesn't it. carry over. Matt, though. good job on you Goodness. because whoa, look at that. That's yeah, I'm gonna that's horrific, Jordan. That, that leaderboard <laughs> is terrible. Well, Jeez. editing it blind. Jeez. I mean, come on. Uh, but good job on you, Matt, nailing that as a Davidoff. Very good. Nice. All right, Emmett, are you prepared? I'm ready. You're prepared? All right, here we go. Emmett, first of all, I had the cigar for the first time tonight, and I, I loved it. Okay. I absolutely loved it, and it, right. was, it shocked me. It shocked me uh, how much I liked this cigar because I've sort of made fun of this company in the past, oh, no. but it was super good. This is the... Uh, how... Can you say it, Scotty? Ramseitz. Ramseitz from German Engineered oh, Cigars. German, German Engineered Cigars. How do you spell that? It's R-A-U-M-Z-E-I-T. This will be released at this year's PCA show. Awesome. It's brand spanking new. It has a Connecticut seed wrapper, yeah. Indonesian Sumatra binder, and fillers contain tobacco from uh, Jalapa in Nicaragua, as well as some Dominican-grown piloto. Um, this the uh, robusto is about eleven bucks. Hmm. That's 
That's a good price. Yeah. On I, that cigar. We've rated a couple of their other blends, and they always score really well. So that's, yeah, that's not surprising. Sorry, I need to see me adjust this here. Jeez, look at this. This is. And where, do you know where those are made? I, I know it's so a, it's a factory. It's in uh, Tabacalera ta- Tambor, Tambor in Esteli. Okay. So that's where those are made. And so I should explain. Like, we've made fun of German-engineered cigars only because... <laughs> Like the name is is sort of like pretentious. Oh yeah, the <laughs> names are the names are weird, and you can't pronounce any of the lines. Yeah, so. like it's like, and I don't like the band on this thing at all. I wish I could. I don't. I I don't think I can get this to display very good on the screen. But the uh, band is hor- it, horrific. It's awful. It's awful. It's black with some shiny copper. Yeah, I can't. You can't, I can't make out much it. of anything. I mean, especially in studio where it's a little bit more dim in here. It's one of those where it's like you'd have to really get it up close to your face to be able to understand what's going on with the bands. So. Yeah, it's, it does not have great uh, branding. Yeah. Um, but, man, it's a good cigar, right? Yeah, for sure. Super good cigar. In fact, you're probably going to want to pick that up I later will. because uh, that's, that's, it. that's super good. All right, let's go uh, halfway through the show. Folks, this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes, plus a large selection of cigar accessories. Enjoy the best prices on your favorite brands, such as Romeo e Julieta, Monte Cristo, Crown Heads, Davidoff, and many more. Make sure to try one of their exclusive lines, such as the Drew Estate Nightshade or the limited edition Alec and Bradley Wagyu. Jordan finally got the music going. <laughs> Celebrate well, you, over 50 years. You decided years. to go into an ad halfway through me editing all the <laughs> cigars. Celebrate over 50 years of excellence and stock up on your favorite cigars today. Thank you, JR Cigars, for sponsoring Smoke Night Live all these years. All right, so we have gone through half half of episode 338 on the Blind Cigar Reviews Night. We're sitting here with none other than Emmett Malone. From blindmanspuff.com, go check them out. Take your browser, go over there. They do this all the time. We don't do this all the time, so that's what makes this fun. Uh, they, they, uh, uh, their expertise is in blind reviews. Yep, and it does definitely add a uh, another layer of fun to smoking cigars. That uh, first one that Emmett brought to us was a Davidoff in Corona size. I wouldn't have guessed that. Matt nailed it right on the head. Uh, good for him. Emmett, on the other hand, from us, got the German-engineered uh, Ramsiet. How did I do, Scotty? Close. Close eh. enough? Eh. No, not close enough. All right, let's get into our second cigar. All right. Let's take a look at these. Uh, so the second cigar that Emmett brought me looks like a standard stubby or stubby standard uh, Robusto. Uh, it's a little darker than the one that we just smoked. Um, probably can't see that very well. Um, Emmett, take a look at the one you've got. Here we go, number two. It's also a little bit darker. The The shades we picked out are actually pretty similar to Very each other similar, for, yeah, for one and two. So, yeah, this one's a little more modeled wrapper, a little darker. Um, really, really well made, though. It looks like uh, maybe a double cap. Pretty even, no soft spots. Yeah, looks tasty. All right, Jordan, start that clock, and we will cut and light, folks. And this is the, this is the fun part of the show where you guys get to hear torch lighters. Because who doesn't like to hear all the sounds in? Who doesn't like to hear torch lighters? Here we go. If you guys are uh, you, the folks listening, they're probably just going to smoke one cigar through this entire show. But not, no, not us. We're going to smoke two because that's the way blind reviews go. 
All right, folks. I'm ready to take my first drag on the d- drag. Do you, you say don't that? Say drag. No, this isn't cigarettes. What do you, what do you say? Puff. Puff. Yeah. Draw. Blind man's puff. How do you not know how to talk about cigars? At this do you point? say draw? That's riveting, riveting, riveting podcast material right there. All right. All right, let's go to Scotty, Scotty Brayband. Just lit up his number two blind cigar. What is your first, first impression? Uh, flavors are very light right now. I'm not catching a, a ton right off the bat, but also the draw on this is really snug mm. on this one. So that might be a little bit. We'll see how it goes getting into it. But, I mean, the roll itself is beautiful. Super smooth, very even pack. It was very nice and firm pack, though. So I'm wondering if that's not a little bit of it. But, yeah, so that's about it right now for me. All right, Maddie, what do you got? Uh, I got the tight draw, but I, I've got it like a pepper bomb over here. This thing is super spicy, super peppery. Um, very interesting so far. Uh, Matt, uh, when we go to Jordan, can you bring me over some bourbon, please? I sure can. <laughs> me too, me too. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, uh, talk mm. about your first impression of uh, number two. toasting the cigar. Oh, jeez. Yeah, by the way. What, how, what time are we at here? 22 minutes left. This, well, still, still I, lighting I, this thing. Guys, remember, I'm also the producer. I have to do a lot of <laughs> All behind the excuses. This, editing. Here's the thing. Jordan will toast a cigar. 17 straight minutes. Yep. The first third is just the toasted cigar. Yeah, yeah. We, we have is. to back up a... Uh, you never want to taste a, the first third We have third to back up a cigar. butane truck just so that Jordan <laughs> can toast. So he needs one of those Alec and Bradley... You want it properly toasted. You know? He needs one of those Alec and Bradley... Uh, By the time you're puffing on it, you mega should tankers. Ready to go. Or that sp- uh, the, uh, Drew Estate spray can mm-hmm. holds like an entire bottle. He needs one of those. All right, so I'll go to myself. Uh, Emmett, I am kind of agreeing with Matt on this. I'm getting... Uh, peppers. A lot of pepper. Um, I'm getting some some white and maybe even a little black pepper. Lots of pepper. But what there is one thing that I do like about this cigar is the pepper goes away, and then I get some, some cabinet spice, some allspice, a little cinnamon. Uh, some other spices come in after the pepper, and that's a good sign because you don't want, you don't want just pure white pepper or black pepper. Like, that's a fun flavor. As long as you, as long as it gets mixed in with some other, some other notes, sure. And so the finish on this helps out a lot. Like that first taste of it is almost too peppery, too white pepper, too black pepper. But the uh, the finishing note, very nice. All right, comes in with some cinnamon, comes in with some some allspice and whatnot. What do you think on uh, your number two? So mine's picked up uh, in the spice department as well from the first one. Uh, the the kind of undertone flavor, uh, like the baseline, is, I think, oak um, in a good way. I really like that. And then it's got some black pepper in there. And uh, you said cinnamon, so I that stuck in my head for this one, too. So I definitely get some cinnamon notes in this one. Hey, Emmett, I have a, a question for you. This 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 will uh, maybe be interesting to the viewers as well. How much do you believe the, the, the proper storage... And cig- of cigars, proper humidity, so on and so forth, really does make a difference with cigar, or does it not? Like, how much how much weight do you put into 
you know, the proper storage of cigars. Because I'm going to, I'll just say this before you answer while you think about that. Yeah. We've had cigars sitting on the, just the dojo studio table for like three weeks at a time. Yeah. And you, you couldn't even taste the, the difference then or now. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to make your answer for you. I'm just saying like, sometimes I feel like people put, they get too freaked out maybe yeah. about their own personal humidors. No, totally. Yeah, I agree uh, with most of what you said. I, uh, when you first start out smoking and collecting, like you freak out about, oh, what's the right humidity? Oh, my God, is it 70? And then you realize that that's too high, and everybody tells you it's supposed to be 70, but it, that's too high. Um, and everybody freaks out about, you know, what, what the proper calibration of my hygrometer is. It's, yeah, it's really <laughs> not, it's not that big a deal, people. Like a cigar is going to taste the way it tastes. Um, I mean, yeah, if you leave it out with, for... I, I, I mean, well, setting aside extremes. Yeah, yeah. If you leave it out for two months, it's probably not going to be crispy. But What what uh, what, hu- what humidity do you shoot for? Because I, oh, I asked Emmett this question because he has a, a fabulous walk-in humidor in his house. So I keep my walk-in at 67. Okay. Uh, but when I buy Bo- Boveda packets, Boveda, Boveda packets, I, I usually buy the 65s uh, because I figure... Uh, I usually, if I'm out, I want something like that's a lower humidity because it'll usually probably draw a little better if you kind of air it out a little bit. So once you're traveling or once you're out, you know, you've had it in that 65 for a day as opposed to the 67, it'll kind of, in my head at least, <laughs> mm. it'll be a little better um, at a lower humidity. But that, That's one thing I've noticed is people like to make fun of drier climates like ours not burning as well, but they actually burn much better, I think, as long as you acclimate them. Yeah, like if you're if they're just showing up that day, or you know, there's dramatic shifts that can cause them to be terrible. But if they, if you treat them right and they're acclimated, they burn uh, much better here. I would say. Yeah. On the flip side, I will say that in Vegas, most of the samples are absolute crap because they're coming in. Yeah, that and they, week. sometimes they've been on the shelf in Vegas, like on display. And mm-hmm. Yeah, so it you know it does affect it if you're in a super dry climate like Vegas, and if you try and smoke it outside in 100 degrees, it's probably going to explode on you. I think the thing that affects your experience more than more than how your cigar is stored is is kind of how you've treated your palate throughout the day. Like if you just had a big meal, a cigar is going to taste totally different than if you're smoking like after you just had you know Skittles. Um, so I think your your personal palate, what you've done to it, what what you're drinking is is way more going to have an effect on on how your cigar experience is than that. Now, do you believe that um, elevation? Uh, plays a role like Steve Saka is famous for saying like cigars taste terrible here um, because we're, we have less oxygen we're, we're at a higher elevation and so he says cigars taste terrible here now I have noticed a dramatic difference you go to Florida you fly down to Florida you're at the hotel that night you grab a cigar that you're familiar with it does taste different with the extra oxygen what do you th- how do you feel about you know elevation and the oxygen levels I feel like it doesn't make that much difference. I think in Florida, like what you're dealing with is more the humidity. Like I, if we're just sitting outside, like when we were down there for La Zona Palooza, like I feel like just the the ambient humidity, like you have to keep puffing more because your cigar is just getting you know waterlogged. I think that is more of an effect than the altitude. But I don't, I don't know. It's hard to say. Now, Jordan, you, you you we've talked about this before. It seems like Colorado's like a great place to smoke cigars because you don't have that humidity issue now there is the difference well, in oxygen i think uh one thing i like about florida is the the smoke has a heavier texture which i'm a big texture guy i love like bourbons with high viscosity and the cigars do have a little bit more of that going on 
which I like. But it's so hard to keep them going. Um, yeah, exactly. I, I don't think that elevation could – I've never – I haven't heard a, a good argument for why that could affect anything. If, if that could affect the flavor of a cigar, I don't see why it wouldn't affect the flavor of bourbon or anything else in the same way. Well, only because with a cigar you're actually sucking in – the surrounding atmosphere, which has more oxygen in it, and so that could yeah, the oxygen I is a don't part see of the how that could play a part of the combustion. Well, it's the same reason like your your naturally aspirated car isn't as powerful at at high altitude because um, the combustion just isn't as high. Right, right, but oxygen but affects the way bourbon tastes too. Right, you know, you let the bourbon breathe, and it doesn't change it that much. Right, it's either burning or it's not. Burning well or burning not well, and I think they burn a heck of a lot better here. So, Steve, uh, Jordan's saying you're full of crap. Yeah. And uh, just kidding. And uh, uh, but 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 the the, the truth is, um, we probably go back and forth a lot more than those guys because pretty much wherever those guys go is either back east. You know, they rarely come to a place like Colorado that has low. Jordan, you got to remember, like the first time we drove down. When we drove down to Florida that night, the cigars were kind of it was it was sort of an adjustment. Oh yeah, totally. So uh, it does make some difference. No, but I think it's the the humidity that's making mm. the difference, not the elevation. Gotcha. All right, uh, so let's uh, let's get into the uh, we're halfway well not quite halfway, but um, I gotta say this is a good cigar. Like I'm enjoying this cigar. Um, now it's starting to mellow out for me. Those peppers, Emmett, are kind of tailing off a tad and now i'm moving more into the uh cabinet spices and when people so that's an interesting topic right emmett like people always say oh that cigar is spicy but that could be two different things or, or, or several different things but usually two main different things spicy as in cabinet spices cinnamon allspice right. sugars Compared to spicy as in jalapeno, which you'll get in a cigar. Right. So there's sort of like two... I always try to like... When I say spicy, I try to uh, clarify which yep. type of spice. Yeah, I do the same thing. Black pepper is a lot different from red pepper or you know, nutmeg. <laughs> right. All right, let's go to Scotty. Uh, Scotty Brabant. Uh, thoughts at this point in this cigar? Uh, disappointing. Mm. The draw is too tight. Not improved. I'm having to triple puff it just to get enough smoke to really get a good flavor profile. So a lot of what I'm getting is a lot of wet, earthy, almost like a mossy note. There is a little bit of a pepper finish lingering to it, but everything is super muted on this right now, and I can't help but expect that's just the draw. So So you're just striving for flavor. I'm just trying to pull flavors out of it right now. All right. Uh, Maddie Hall, thoughts? Um, the draw is tough. I, I'm not, uh, the, the pepper is gone except for that. There is like a, a, a crushed red pepper. What, what, I can't remember what cigar that was that we all were like, Oh, crushed red peppers. Um, and a little bit of a woodsiness. I, I kind of like it, but it's the draw is really tight. All right. Uh, Jordan, what are your thoughts? Um, uh, my, my, I don't have a terrible draw. It's not, it's not the best draw ever or anything. It's all right. Um, but burn is pretty dang good. I'd say, um, Medium plus body. Uh, it's got a base of earth to the profile, uh, but at, at the at the start of this thing, it was extremely spicy. Like if you retrohaled right after a puff, it was like fiery allspice. That would it was you know like you had to take a second. Um, now that's kind of calmed down a bit. It's more like uh, 
toasted bread. It's got some nuttiness to it. Pretty good. All but right. Nothing crazy. Emmett, your thoughts on cigar number two? So my wrapper has kind of uh, blown up a little bit right at the smoke line there. Um, but the flavors are still good. Uh, the, you know, the burn line itself is good. Draw is good. Um, but the wrapper is definitely splitting. Um, but the flavors still, so that oaky kind of kind of background. Um, not a whole lot of change. Maybe a little bit of leather in there now. Um, the spices are kind of tamed down a little bit. Not really any, like, uh, peppery spice now. Uh, more of just the kind of the, the baking spices. All right, baking sp- uh, baking spices. So how would you describe that? Uh, to me, yeah. So to me, baking spices kind of like um, like holiday, like uh, like a holiday bread, like uh, banana bread, or I don't know, something that has like cloves and nutmeg and cinnamon all mixed okay. in together. Like that's kind of right. what I think of baking. Or when, like when you open your 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 there spice you cabinet and you stick your face in there and you can it's smell so, like a, a, everything. A mishmash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of of a bunch of spices. Exactly. All right, Emmett. So uh, let's. I want to really get into. Um, uh, PCA Premium Cigar yeah. Association trade show is uh, starts next week. Uh, we're flying out Thursday. You're, I think you are too. Yeah, Thursday. We'll be there uh, you're flying out Thursday. One-ish. Friday, some some events start. Then there's a, a cocktail party. But but my question to you, Emmett, is as a guy that's been doing this as, as long as we have, uh, what are your just overall expectations of this year's show? I'm pretty excited for this year. Like I feel like there's new companies, which hasn't happened in a long time. And I'm excited to see new companies and and new faces. And but there's also uh, you know the old folks that you see that have been around for years that are coming out with new things that haven't come out with things uh, in in previous shows. Like I feel like the 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 COVID is kind of over for the cigar industry. Like we're getting back into it. Uh, production is is back up where people can fulfill their orders. I feel like I, maybe that's not true, but that's what it seems like to me. Um, I'm excited. I, I think there's there's I'm, we're still missing like the big the big four from the show, which is disappointing. I thought, you know, at least, I don't think anyone's come back, have they, the, no. of the four? Yeah, so we're So still, the four would be, just tell people. Uh, Altidus, General, Drew Estate, and Davidoff will not be there, um, which which sucks. Uh, but, you know, we saw them at, at TPE. Um, so we still get to talk to them. And it, it is interesting that they all are releasing their, you know, press releases at the same time uh, as everybody else, like, this week. So they're still trying to take that thunder a little Jeez, bit. General hasn't stopped I since know. January 1st. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. General's got a whole bunch of diesels and CAOs coming out. And, and uh, what was that new mild one they just, uh, what was that? Yeah, that? I can't think of the name. Yeah. But Everclear or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> Everclear. That's probably next. <laughs> no, that wasn't it, Jordan. I think that's an old Yeah, what, what are your thoughts? Am, oh, so my thoughts? I, I'm... I have a, a I have an optim I have an optimism. Yeah, me too. I have an optimism about this show. But I at the same time I also feel like this is kind of do or die. Like it's got to be if if it isn't an if it isn't an upgrade from last year, it could be disastrous because I thought last year it just didn't seem like there was much effort that went into the show. Yeah. As far as like it being like a trade show goes, like imagine like you're a retailer <laughs> And you know you 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 don't have tons of funds, but you want to go to the show. Like I would have been super disappointed last year. I'm just gonna be honest. I would have been very very disappointed. It didn't even feel like a trade show to me. It felt like they had a hall. They threw up some tables. Yeah. It just didn't feel like a trade show. That being said, I do feel like the PCA is trying to make sure that that doesn't happen again. It seems like you know they've got some events planned. I think they're going into it with a new optimism, so that gives me optimism. It's funny how just that 
if if somebody is optimistic to me and they're and they are going into it with optimism, it gives me optimism. And so that could just be a mental thing, but I don't care. Like like Jordan said the other night on Bourbon Junkies, I think when we were on the Bourbon Junkie show, I don't care if milk tastes better out of a glass bottle <laughs> or not. Like if if it does, it does for whatever reason. Whatever reason that is, I don't care. Like if it if it is better, it's better. If they're excited, I'm excited. Right. You know, like you if you show excitement, I'm gonna probably show more excitement. And I I feel like there is some excitement and. So I'm excited. I, I think it's going to be. I, I I would predict it's going to be better than last year. I would hope so. And um and that's that's obviously a good thing. Is there anybody, Emmett, that you uh, are especially looking forward to, to you know sitting down and talking to, interviewing, uh, covering? Uh, what yeah, now? I'm I'm really excited to talk to to Rick Rodriguez from West Tampa. Uh, I'm. He he came out with his new brand just instantly, like from from leaving uh, CAO. So I'm really curious, like how long that's been in the works and how much he'll he'll talk about that. But um, and I'm really curious to try the cigars. Uh, he he sent us some, but we haven't reviewed it yet, obviously because they just came in. But um, I really want to know like his thoughts on you know tobacco sourcing as a small company versus like working for you know one of the biggest ones. What what are the differences there? I, I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty excited to sit down with him and talk to him about that. Uh, also, I'm really excited to talk to Matt Booth because mm. um, he still be there, he's yeah. still going to have uh, a booth there. Booth, booth, a booth, booth. Um, even though General will not. Uh, so for those that don't know, uh, that's that is very interesting. Yeah, because as soon as I found out that Matt Booth uh, sold to General, yeah, I texted him. I was like, "What does this mean? Right? Are you going to be there?" And he was yeah. like, "I'm going to be there. Uh, 100. I'm going to be there." Let's talk a, a little bit about Matt Booth for a yeah. second. How do you feel about? Um, Jordan and I and Scott and Matt, we've talked about this at great lengths, you know, Matt Booth being uh, acquired uh, by General. How do you feel about it? What do you think? What's your prognostication? If I'm being 100% honest, I'm not super excited about it just because, like, I I feel like it's, I don't want to say he's sold out, but, like, I mean, obviously he's, he's getting a sweet gig, and that's great for him personally, but um, I feel like any brand that goes to, like, a bigger company, the quality... Uh, generally goes down and you know they're not getting the same level of attention that they used to give to it um but i don't know it might be different with him i just i don't know what are your thoughts i i'm not i'm i didn't think it was a great my gut reaction was like oh man but i don't know it could be good i think i there 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 is this there is this silver lining to this in that i mean a first of all number one Congrats to Matt. yeah Bush. for sure he's, love, he's made it like i love the guy yeah. and and good for him like this is Great. It's great for him. And not only that, but if there was any maybe criticism I've had for Room 101 since he came back into the industry after leaving Davidoff is I don't feel like he's had that really good cigar yet. Mm. And so so maybe, you know, maybe this gives him a chance to, you know, to have more tobacco at his disposal, to maybe come up with some really good things. And I also feel like all of this stuff is made better because now Justin Andrews is more in charge. And I feel like Justin Andrews is the guy for general to to have a better finger on the pulse. Right. You yeah. know? Like I think Justin has a, a, a much better finger on the pulse as to what the consumer wants. And so because of that, because of Justin, you add Justin Justin has to be there. Like if Justin wasn't there and kind of more in charge. 
I would say, oh, this is definitely like a Sam Lucia type of thing. Right. I was going to bring that up. Right? Like, this is just another Sam Lucia, like, over again. But because Justin is there, I do, I have a, a bit of optimism because I really do have my trust in Justin. I like him. I think he knows what people like. I think he understands that the cigar has to be first. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I mean, that's a good point. Like, if Matt Booth makes a cigar with like at AJ's factory, that that could be something special right there. Um, he has, I hadn't, he I hadn't, has, but with the T. Yeah, and all that. yeah, that's right. Yep. And yeah, that was I, this best cigar. Yeah. Right. I think you're right. Yeah. The, the original cigars are made. The there original T. Yeah. Jordan, what are your thoughts on that, Matt Booth? Uh. Well, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, I I think that it's a bit too tumultuous for us, the consumer. Like you're, oh, you're Davidoff. Oh, you're going on your own. Oh, you're coming back. Oh, you're now you're going with General. Yeah, now you're uh, here. You're distributed with La Polina. You're you're with Caldwell. You're distributed with La Polina. Now you're with General. Uh, it's a bit up in the air. Um, if you know, if he's if he sticks with it and is committed to it, then it could actually be cool. But I don't see how, I, 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 in my opinion, it's not likely that we're going to get better stuff out of this. Mm. Scotty, what do you think as a uh, retailer? Um, you know, Matt Booth has a great consumer following. There's a lot of people that really like his products. He has a nice cult fan base behind that Room 101 brand. As far as going in with that, with, you know, becoming part of General, um uh, I can't help but see it as almost a little bit of a downside in the consumer base because general overall doesn't have the best reputation in terms of like high-end, high-quality stuff. They churn out a lot of product, as we all know from all the press releases of what's come out since the first of the year. But very few I've seen so far have really like, you know, you know, push the meter in consumer engagement as they're like, oh, that one, you know. So right. I just I, I can't help but worry that he's going to be relegated to just another general right. brand. Right. And I think it might get lost in the mix. I hope not. And he's got a great following. I mean, I have people ask all the time about Room 101 brand. So I hope it turns into something good for him. I really do. Hey, Emmett, um, as we wind down the show, uh, so in the industry, obviously, we care a ton about the PCA because we're in the industry. This is our industry trade show. But why, why, why is the PCA important to the, the end consumer? What is it about the PCA that they, why they should pay attention and what it means to just end user consumers? Yeah, I mean, PCA is really where it's kind of the, the focal point of the year. Like if you have a, a cigar calendar... The, the PCA is like the, the January, like the start, Q1. This is where we're launching all our stuff, um, get all the info, get all the new exciting things, and get get to try it all. We get to try it all, and you guys get to you know buy it a month later, but, but you get to hear from us what we're excited about at the show because we've tasted it first, and we can tell you what to look forward to. Um, yes, and it's really just showing the vibrancy of, of the industry in general, like, it's it's everybody getting together and and it's kind of hard to explain if you're not there but like the camaraderie between you know rival brands rival in quotation marks but like everybody knows each other and everybody for the most part likes each other and everyone gets along and it's just a it's a really good vibe usually you know the the covid years were rough but um it's really good to get back into that and i i think we're going to see some good things come out of it yeah i feel like i mean the um you know the the exclusives that are coming out some of them are actual 
official PCA exclusives. Others are, are not, but yeah. it does seem like more than in past years, which yeah. is a positive for the consumer. Like you're going to get to probably, you know, get to try some some hopefully some really cool stuff. Uh, I love the fact that Nick's back. Yes, uh, yeah. with Foundation, that's exciting. Finally. Um, and a few other guys have come come back along the way, and uh, so it's going to be fun. All right, we've got ten seconds, Ooh. so take your final thoughts on this particular cigar. Five seconds. All right, let's go to uh, time is up, folks. Let's start with Maddie Hall. I'm going to ask you, Matt, to describe that cigar and give it a rating between 1 and 100. Okay, so the pepper bomb at the beginning was interesting because it, it didn't really come back. The, I, I, the crushed red pepper stayed there. There was woodsy and sugar cane for most of it. The draw was really bad, but then just as we took the last puff, it like, really opened up. The pepper came back, and it was really spicy. Um... I, I'd like to try it a few more times, so I'm going to give it an 88 because, like, I feel like that's a good range for something you want to try again. Okay. 88 from Matt Scott. Uh, your thoughts on this particular cigar, and how would you rate it? Oh, I'm going to be Captain Buzzkill on this one. It's uh, all right. It's all right. Buzz Killington. Yes, so uh, draw was terrible and just went got worse from there. It actually was to the point where I couldn't get anything, and I actually started blowing up the cigar because <laughs> I was puffing on it so much, trying mm -hmm. to get flavors off of it. I was able to catch a little bit of the red pepper that, like that crushed red pepper that you know Matt was talking about there at the end, but just not good, just not good. I wouldn't be something that I if with that one I'd be hard pressed to pick up another one to try it again just because of just how rough this experience went right off the bat this would be something that I wouldn't have smoked this far I'd have gotten about maybe a half inch in and I'd have just said nope we're not doing this and just set it down and gotten something else so I'm gonna right. go 80 80 oh, oh gosh ladies and gentlemen are we grading on a curve ladies like and gentlemen you've just Scotty Braban has just dropped a hammer on number two with an 80. Jordan, what are your, what are your thoughts on it, number two? Uh, okay, so my draw wasn't as bad. It wasn't great either. Um, overall, pretty balanced on the palate. Um, no, no standout notes, you know, nothing, no punch of some sort of cool flavor. Um, started out mostly earthy. Um, as we're getting down to the halfway point here, I'd say... You're getting like sort of like molasses bread kind of flavors, um, <clears throat> uh, maybe a touch of cocoa, but still not dull, but not dull in like a boring sense of dull, like as a sensation on the palate. Um, not crazy about it. I'll give it an 86. Yeah, you know what? What you said, Jordan, was interesting there uh, that I'll pick up on is, and I think I don't know if Scott or Matt also said this, but. Um, as I worked my way into this particular cigar, Emmett, I did it did evolve into like a real wet concrete kind of a flavor, a lot of wet concrete, and um, I don't hate that flavor, um, but if it's too overpowering, I uh, then I'm disappointed. Like yeah. I, I like a little bit of that, like you know, wet rain on um, on the grass, kind of an earthy note. Um, but but at this point it's a little too much of that. Uh, my draw is fine. My construction's great. I've been 
puffing away, no touch-ups whatsoever. Uh, construction gets gets great points, but because of the fact that it evolved into the wet concrete, earthy note almost entirely, the most I can give this particular one is an eighty-six. Wow! All right, an eighty-six. Uh, I don't cool. hate it, but I don't love it. Um, eighty-six for me is like kind of right in the middle. Uh, sure. Yeah. What's your <clears throat> thoughts on uh, number two there? So mine, uh, the the uh, cracked part kind of corrected itself. You can still see it a little bit, but it, for the most part, fixed itself pretty uh, even now. Uh, but the flavors kind of petered out. Um, you know, the oak flavor kind of disappeared, and the the spices kind of went away. And now I'm just kind of left with um, a little bit of earthiness, but mostly just kind of like your basic tobacco flavor. Like I don't know if that makes sense, but it's just kind of like a, it's a cigar. Yeah, it's like your average, you know, cigar. But um, that could just be the second, third, maybe the final one would uh, will pick up a little bit. But right now, it just got kind of boring. Um, but it was still good. Like the first third was was really enjoyable. Um, I think I'll give this one. Uh, let's go eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Yeah. All right. Okay, Emmett. So uh, we kind of had a wide range of thoughts on on cigar number two. Yeah, nobody really loved it. Uh, Jordan, what what were the uh, rankings on this again? Well, give us. We, give it went eighty-eight, eighty-six, eighty-six, eighty. So eighty-six would be the median score. Okay. Um, all right, Emmett. What was Cigar number two. See, this is an interesting one because I know for a fact that all three of you like this cigar. Mm. Uh, but not necessarily this Fatola. So, it is the Crowned Heads, Mildias. Oh, wow. Magicos Edition Limitada 21. You know what's really interesting about the Mildias? Oh, man, I've had some good ones and some bad ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, this that, actually fits the bill for this. It, this really, is, it, does. it really does. Yeah. Like I've had some Mildiases that... I thought were some of the best cigars so I've ever good. smoked. Yeah, like yeah, the Corona Gorda is like that. I've actually got one in the case tonight Whoa. to smoke. Yeah. And I've also had some that I were like, wait a minute, like, I... Yeah. Well, and with I don't a, know. Wait, so this is one of their um, Edition Limitada yeah, sizes? Yeah, the limited edition from last because year. Because this is not the shade that you would... Ex- like, like I mean, they didn't say that they changed the blend or anything, but like, this is not how a Mildias looks Yeah, supposedly it's the same blend. Like, the one this year is a Maduro version, but yeah, all the previous ones are supposedly the same blend. Like, this um, is like two or three shades darker than a Mildias. Right. Yeah, this is noticeably darker. And it's funny you said the tight draw, because uh, I've only had one from this same box, but I also had a tight draw, and I you know, I wrote it off as, like, gosh, oh, just a one-off, but maybe it's the whole box, maybe it's the whole line, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. All right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of glad that it turned out to be the Mildias, because... For a long time now, I mean, that was one of our most high-ranking cigars yeah, that year. Yeah. But then I've had several since then, and I've been like, ooh, I'm not sure. Like, <laughs> like maybe maybe that the one one or two or three or four I had was really good. I think the size in this I, blend particularly okay, makes yeah. a big difference. Yeah, yeah. like, like you, that's a great point. Like, you know, like sometimes the Vitola makes all the difference in the world. Yep. The um, I can think of uh, in particular. The uh, Espinosa Laranja in the oh, Corona yeah. Extra yeah. was just amazing. Yeah, like uh, that was it was just the perfect Vitola totally for that blend. And I'm not saying the rest were terrible. I'm just saying that particular one was just so so good. And you smoke another one, you'd be like, "Yeah, oh, this is a good cigar." Yeah, but it's not at that level. Like sometimes, and then other times with other cigars and other blends, it really doesn't make a difference yep. what you're smoking. Yeah, you have to think that it has to do with you know. 
the the blender and how they're adjusting the tobacco percentages in each size. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're going for a different profile right. on a different size. And sometimes their goal is to make it exactly the same across the board. So, yeah, definitely, I think it can make a huge difference. And I think with this particular cigar, it does for sure. All right, Emmett, are you ready to find out what you are smoking? I'm ready. Let's blind. do it. What did you give it? 88. All right, Emmett gave this an 88. Emmett, this is the extremely rare. Oh, no. Extremely rare. Lost and Found Antique Line 2006. Oh, wow. This is a uh, five and a quarter by 52 Robusto, wrapped in uh, vintage Dominican Colorado leaf, filled with a combination of Dominican and Nicaraguan leaves. Some people say it has Dominican mijarado. Mm. Mijarado. Okay. I don't even know if that's a thing. Yeah, I haven't had this one. Um, These are expensive. It's $16 a stick. Um, I got to tell you, Jordan and I smoked the 2015 Lost and Found. Yeah. It is amazing. Huh, Jordan, that was one of the best cigars we've smoked in a long time. Insane. It was amazing. This one I don't think is as good. Now, Robert told me, he was like, oh, you like the 2015? Yeah. You got to get the 2006 uh, Colorado. You're going to freaking love it. Like, it's, it's. Yeah, I kind of go with Emmett. I liked it. I didn't like. Well, yeah, I. What was the wrapper on this guy? Because it looks really delicate. It's a Dominican Colorado. Okay. So, um, that's all they say. Yeah. So remember, like with Lost and Found. I mean, I think I I know where these ones come from. I'm not supposed to say, so I won't. Um, but um. But the Dominican Colorado is kind of telling. A little bit telling. Yeah. As to where it, what it might be, but I'd love uh, maybe in um, Las Vegas if I if I can get some by then. I'll bring you some of the 2015. Yeah, buddy. That was one of the best I cigars. Was 14. No, I, yeah, I was wrong. Oh, okay. I was wrong. It's the two. I I kept saying 2014 on all these shows like uh, <laughs> Bourbon Junkies <laughs> and stuff. It's actually the 2015. Okay. That is a one of my favorite cigars I've smoked all year long. It's so good. All right, check out the leaderboard, boys. All right, so all here's right. the leaderboard. Uh, Emmett, it was very close on both of yeah. these. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Ramziet from uh, German Engineering. He you guys got to try that cigar. It's stinking good. It's Ramsite. really, really good. Nicaraguan grown Connecticut wrapper. I have smoked two tonight, and I loved every one of them. Emmett, I'm a little surprised you didn't give it a higher rating, but that's hey, what I'm blind gonna, cigars I'm going to light it back up, and maybe I'll change my mind. Uh, Scotty with the Davidoff Signature 2000s liked that a lot. That was a good cigar. That was a Gave really it an 89. Cigar. He crushed the Mildias. Like I said, no apologies. A bad cigar is a bad cigar. Hey, I mean, hey. it can be a great cigar maker. I carry the Mildias in the lounge, and I love that cigar. This was nah. tasted nothing like it and was just bad all the way around. Matt absolutely raved about the Davidoff Signature 2000. Gave it a 92. That is our highest rating of the night. Uh, gave the uh, Mildias a fairly significant rating, Matt. Uh, I mean, there was so much about the the Mildias that I really liked, and I, I wanted to smoke more of it and try it again, so that's why I gave it a higher rating. Right. I also loved the Davidoff Signature 2000, gave it a 90. For me, that's a super high rating. Uh, the Mildias had some, for me, had some ups and downs. Towards the end, ended up being um, wet, concrete, earthy, too too much, so I had to bring it down to an 86 uh, Jordan was right in the middle with both of them. He kind of liked the Davidoff signature, gave it an 87, but he had a really tough draw. Yep. And then he had the uh, Mildias, even gave it a lesser note. Jordan, with the 86, what were your thoughts on those two cigars? Yeah. Uh, sorry if I can uh, get rid of this screen here. Um, 
doesn't taste like a Mildias. This tastes. This is more like a Pachardo Maduro or something. It, there's, I you know, have a hard time believing it's like the same blend. Um, doesn't have that bright sort of. Mildias, in my mind, is sort of similar to like Illusione Epernay in that like it's a Habano, but it is blended down to taste more like Connecticut like. Um, this is a world's apart from that. Um, dull, Maduro y, earthy kind of flavors. Nothing, no, nothing to pop out. Uh, here's my thoughts on um, Luciano and Ace Prime and, and that factory in general is they've had some, some, a couple of hits right off the bat and a lot of attention. But, guys, like, you, you're, you're going to have to really, really maintain because, Jordan, I think we've had a lot lately mm-hmm. where we've been sort of disappointed um, and I, I certainly don't mean to call out a factory or a, a brand or anything, but at the same time, Scotty, it does seem like we've had a little bit of a rough go lately. Well, yeah, we were just actually smoking some this week here, and it was just, you know, they were, you know, not, they weren't bad. It just, they were less than. And it's one of those deals where it's like, I always say, it's like, it's not harshness and criticism out of, you know, dislike. It's criticism out of, you know, out of a good place. Don't you love. feel? Don't but you feel like, like Scotty? Want more from you're, that. you're rooting. Yeah, you're, oh, yeah. I'm in their corner. It's like, come on, totally. guys, keep rolling. Yes, keep doing this. But you at the same this. time, I feel like. But I'm gonna call you out when there's something that I don't feel is up to the caliber of what you've produced. Yeah. Now, I, I, you know, like if you're trying to boil down the factory and just kind of think about everything they've released, they're all. It, it, I have a good feeling about it, but I think the mil, the original Mildias was the only. Stellar cigar that I, I can Ooh, think the, of. the Siri E Crown Heads. I did not like this. Really, cigar. I loved that cigar. I feel yeah. For me, it's like everything on, out of that factory is either really good or mediocre, and there's not much in between. I, I agree. So that's that's interesting right there. Just the fact that you would say that is that you know you'd like to see uh, a more of a high median. Yeah. You know than. Yeah, just like the big highs and the and the big lows. Yeah, I got to average it out a little bit, but yeah, I, that ca- that factory is capable of making really good cigars. Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll keep an eye on them. Obviously, they're new. They're you know kind of getting rolling. Um, but, but I think that booth is like one of the most exciting true. you know ones we're going to talk to this year. They have so many new lines coming out and a lot of. Uh, they make a lot Are of lines for... Are they spreading themselves too thin? That could be too. Like, they're making lines for a lot of other people now. They're making ones for uh, ATL, and uh, what was yep. the other one that just came out? Um, well, probably Tim, I would assume. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, Tim, obviously. Ah, there was one other one. I can't think of it. But yeah, they're making they're making stuff for other people now. I think it was a... Wasn't it a German... A new German-engineered one that mm. they're, they're making one with? Maybe. Which, uh, or was it... Am I getting it wrong? I don't know. Anyway, no. yeah, they're, they could be spread thin. It's possible. We'll, we'll have to keep an eye on that and see, boys. Um, I, uh, Emmett, here we go. Um, tell folks how they can follow your coverage of the show. We're going to be down there with you have, having a great time. But uh, yeah. how, how are you guys? What's, what's your approach? How are you guys going to be covering the show? So this year, uh, we're again doing uh, every all our live interviews. We were the first ones to do it, just saying. Uh, so we're going to be doing all our live interviews. That's this, true. This year we're going to do live streaming to Facebook and YouTube. We've never done YouTube before from the show live. Uh, and there's actually a, a hub on our site that you can go to to view all of the videos and social media posts in one place. So we'll have like one post pinned dedicated to everything related to PCA you can go to and watch 
and see everything. Nice. How you have like what three, four hundred people with you? Is that <laughs> eight or nine? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, we were we were supposed to bring six, but then Quinn bailed on us. Ah, uh, that's so we're, we're bringing Quinn Stefani. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, so you have five. We have five. That's yeah. the same amount that we'll have. Yep. So, that, so I hope hopefully you down there will be able to hang out. Yes. And you guys uh, got a house, right? Yes. So yeah. you guys can come over and hang out. For and sure. We'll jump in the pool. Emmett's gonna go full commando into the pool. We'll uh, have that. Is there any other way? We'll have that live. <laughs> we'll have that live on Facebook <laughs> when Emmett goes uh, commando in the pool. Hey guys, when you're watching next week, uh, we brought this up on uh, Flavor Odyssey. Uh, make sure to let us know if there's anything that you want us to, you know, if you have a question. Hey, like, could you please show us what uh, pants uh, Nick Malila's mm-hmm. wearing? We'll, we'll try to do that for you. So. Interact. What Let pants us know. Do you think he'll be wearing? Uh, I mean, I think he's going to be wearing some Levi's. I he's was going to say khakis. Yeah, like yeah, loose, he, he loose khakis. Pretty, he goes pretty cash. Maybe he's going to be wearing some Dickies. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Dickies. We'll see. Anyways, if you have stuff that you want us to cover, just you know, post on the live videos. Give us something. We'll go try to figure it out. We'll try to cover that for you guys. It's going to be a blast. Yep. This is the moment we we wait for all year long. Emmett. Every year, it's our. This big moment and TPE now, like the two times of the year, January for TPE and obviously July for the PCA. We're excited for the PCA, guys. We can't wait for the show. I think I think both Emmett and I uh, have uh, appropriately said that we are optimistic. Yeah, I have Uh, a good feeling. I have a good feeling about the show as well. So we agree on that. Folks, uh, Wednesday, we're not sure what we're doing for Flavor Odyssey. We may or may not have a show. That's like the night before we leave. We're going to try to have a show that night. We'll see. Uh, if not, we'll let you guys know before then. Uh, we may cancel that show just because there's so much going on. We'll see. Uh, but uh, as far as tonight goes, Emmett, we're going to be hanging on no, the dojoverse.com. Yeah. Get some bourbon. Get Maybe your we'll phone. play cornhole. Maybe Ooh. we'll play cornhole. Get your phone out. Do uh, some... Some now playing. Let's hear what you're listening to. I want to hear what you're listening to. See what you're drinking, what bourbon or cocktail that you might be drinking, and what cigars, obviously, you're smoking. Check into them all night long. Next week, though, Smoking Night Live will not be on because you're going to see us all week long. You're going to be sick of us by the time. Tired. You're going to be sick of us by the time two weeks goes by, right, Emmett? For sure. You're going to be like, oh, God, uh, Blind Man's Puff and the Dojo, just please shut up. Another live video. We are going to cover, uh, between uh, Blind Man's Puff and us, you're going to get all the PCA coverage you could possibly want. I would say pay attention because there's going to be some some cool stuff that you're going to want to see. Maybe some scars that we say, God, avoid this one. But grab this one, right? There's always at least one that's a complete surprise that everyone's like, ah, you got to try this one that you've never heard of. And we get to try it right then, first of all. So so hang with us next week. It's going to be a ton of fun. Please uh, join the fun all week long. Until next week, remember, never never smoke smoke alone. alone. We'll see you next week. The Monte Cristo 1935 Nicaragua was one of the most highly rated cigars of the year. Expertly crafted by legendary blenders Rafael Nadal and A.J. Fernandez, this cigar was blended to celebrate the 85th anniversary of the Monte Cristo line. It is hand-rolled using all-age Nicaraguan tobaccos exclusively from A.J.'s farm. This bold cigar is bursting with rich notes of chocolate, leather, a dash of spice, and a smooth, creamy finish. Enjoy one of the finest cigars of the year right now at jrcigars.com.